Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. It's good to be back with you today. I just want to welcome you all here. Just find a position or a place where you can rest now and just tune into yourself as much as possible free of external distractions. And we'll begin a guided meditation, partially guided meditation. I find it's very helpful just to center my body if I've been busy uh, with some breathing, nice, full, deep breaths to help center the body and to calm the mind, relax the nervous system, and to start deepening and opening the awareness and sensitivity of being. Simply notice what is present in your field of attention. And notice if there's any struggling, any trying, any efforting, any resistance. Simply being aware of whatever's here. Bringing attention from thinking out of mind, out of thinking into sensing, into breathing, into opening and allowing awareness. to naturally open by itself. If you've wandered off or get distracted somehow or triggered, just be aware of that and bring yourself back gently. Bring your attention back without force, without judgment, without conclusions and comparisons without turning it into what you think it means, but rather just returning to openness, restful stillness, effortless being. If it's difficult to be here right now, paying attention, which it could be, See if you can bring in compassion and empathy 
to yourself. Loving kindness, gentleness, patience, and loving reassurance. Just gently bring yourself back if you've gotten caught in some mental world or physical reactivity, emotional reactivity, totally normal, not a problem. Just take a breath and refresh your attention to being here, opening to this. Again, I want to welcome you all here. If you haven't joined me before, I especially want to welcome new people. Um, this is really an opportunity for you. And you've given yourself this time and really this committed attention to really pay attention in ways that you may not normally be able to perceive, especially in this what can be a very supportive field of awareness for many can really help bring a deeper awareness and sensitivity to what's going on in what I would say are unconscious programming conditioning and not to mention our neurology and physiology. So, so much to share and yet so little time. <laughs> All right. I, that's why I look forward to the retreat because it, that's really, it's great that we'll have that much time together. It really will, especially for working with more people because as I've mentioned before, as many people raise their hands for me to work with them during these gatherings, I'm only able to meet with a fraction of those. And so if you don't get called on, it's often an opportunity to be with that whatever comes up in relationship to that, that not being seen, not being heard, whatever it is for you, um, wanting help, uh, the pain of the suffering, really. And I so often hear that people tell me that even in the, in, during the course of our gathering, other people's interactions and what happens and just being here often resolves it for them, which is so beautiful. So there's a much deeper process here. And I invite you to, as many of you already know, to keep tuning back into that so that you're not externalizing your attention, but rather bringing it home where you need it in your, in your body, in your breath, in your emotional movements and so forth. Because what we're really learning and what I've spent a good part of my life learning and sharing is how to facilitate natural healing. The reason I say that is because what's very obvious if you begin to learn that and practice it and understand it deeply is that natural healing is nothing different than the process of awakening and becoming liberated, so to speak, enlightened. <clears throat> 
same thing. Completely natural. Now I do, I do say this frequently, but it's important to keep this in mind because there's so much programming and conditioning that we have around feeling like we're responsible for our healing or our enlightenment, our happiness. And on a relative sense, in certain ways, that's obviously true. But in the deeper sense, those attitudes can really interfere with healing and liberation, actually, and can make it a lot harder. The truth is the natural movement of awareness is completely natural. It's not based on one's beliefs or one's how one has been influenced by teachings or teachers or practices and so forth. As I often say that practice is really, practice is not about getting healed or enlightened. That's the personal desire, which is perfectly normal and healthy. That's, that's the ego's wanting something. But the process of healing and transformation or the process of awakening are completely natural, like, like a, a flower growing in a garden. Okay. It's a, a rose. It will just, it has its own wisdom that produces that beautiful uh, bl blossom and that wonderful fragrance. And you are exactly the same as that rose. So what we need to learn is, and this is very hard for egos to understand because we can be so frustrated on the path. We can tap into presence, begin to experience profound states, connection and so forth. But then what we find because there's more space and awareness, so to speak, we begin to become more aware of unprocessed unconscious material from our past, from our wounding traumas and so forth that get triggered and projected and mirrored in, in, in reality. So the, the real teaching is that enlightenment and, and awareness, though those are, those are happening naturally. That's what brought you here. That's what brought you to the so-called paths is that movement within you. It, nobody, it wasn't because somebody convinced you. It was like a friend was sharing with me about these cave paintings in Africa 17,000 years ago that depict Kundalini energy and connection to the source 17,000 years ago. They didn't have the Bhagavad Gita. They didn't have the Bible. They didn't have, you know, the Upanishads. They didn't have any of that. This is, this is our nature, actually. Our nature is to be one with life in a profound way and to live life ordinarily as just you and me. And the truth is we are all equal. In this realm, everyone is equal. Obviously on the relative realm, th there's nothing but difference actually, uniqueness. But in this realm, we are absolutely one. So that's why these meetings, if you are able to and open to them in a deeper way, which I know many of you are, there's a connectedness and a power that's really extraordinary. But it's so important to take, to be responsible for what that is and to understand it in the context of your whole life. Otherwise it becomes an end gain to just be in presence all the time, which a lot of teachings focus on, which is fine. Uh, the direct path, non-dual path, so forth, focus on awareness of awareness. And I had that training for many years 
And it's very important training. However, I think what's really important to know is that practice or really understanding how to live fully as a human being, and uh, it begins with awakening. It doesn't end with it. So when you have the source available to you, then you can begin to find out how to face your own internalized fundamentalism, your own unconscious beliefs that are actually imprisoning you and keeping you stuck in some way. It gives you the the non-self realm that isn't taking it personally, that can begin to question beliefs, that can begin to question what you were taught. I work with so many people who around the world who are, just makes me wanna cry. I would say just crippled with shame that they were taught to repress their feelings or they were told that their feelings were sinful or wrong or bad. And the truth is feelings are just the natural weather system of the human organism. And when we learn to be with them as we work with here in satsang, when we are able to bring awareness to what's coming up, we begin to see that those energies are just, they just are energy. They're just energy. And they go back. It's, it's, it's almost like they recycle. It's like, it's in a way we're doing gardening and recycling, basically. And so the way you bring attention to the process really facilitates that ecosystem of you. And that ecosystem of you is actually the ecosystem of everyone and everything. And it's, I have to say, it just gets more and more amazing in my own discovery, more and more mind-blowing, more and more inspiring, fulfilling, and just, well, it's why I really so look forward to being with you because this realm that we share together is just the realm of mystery and healing and transformation and literally miracles. And now today with the way the world is and what's going on, we need all the help we can get in the deepest way possible. Because let's face it, what has always been true is now more true than ever. And that is that we don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know how things are going to unfold. And the truth is we never have. And so I just wanna tell you how much I honor you respect you, actually deeply care about you and love you because it's hard work to face yourself. <laughs> it just is. It's hard work to be a human being. I have students here today who are fighting COVID who have had a horrible time with this illness. And, and I know people who've lost their loved ones and it's, it's, it's a devastating time in our human history, obviously. So important to cultivate sensitivity, patience, understanding, and then work with the judgments, work with the reactions, work with the one who shuts down and cuts off distances and separates from not wanting to be hurt, not wanting to be taken advantage of, not wanting to be a, a fear of vulnerability. 
because that could mean more suffering. So it's natural as a human being to avoid suffering and to seek comfort and pleasure, obviously. But in this path, we have to learn how to create the space and we do with awareness, really. That's really the loving, the, uncon the, the unconditional loving space of awareness that's necessary. I think the other thing I wanna say is it's so important that you have an understanding of what you feel, even your impulses or your compulsions. It's really important to have a space where you can allow whatever they are. I'm not saying act out, but I'm saying let those feelings, let those compulsions, let whatever that is, reactivity, allow that in a space that's free of conclusions, judgments, comparisons, analysis, and trying to fix it or figure it out or get rid of it or enlighten it. They're actually the raw material of transformation. So the purpose of spirituality is to become fully human and it's a lifelong journey. It's your whole life. It's not just, oh, I'm gonna to get to the mountaintop of freedom and then I'm done. If you believe that, and many people do, and if you delude yourself into that, which I hate to say many people do, that can be very, very, very problematic, not just for you, but for many people, because you have power at that point. And power without an understanding of what I'm talking about is extremely imbalanced and very, very dangerous. As we know, as we can see, and I'm not going to talk about, you know what, but it's, it plays out in our lives on a lot of levels. This is why it's very important to develop the proper, really reverence and respect for what we are all tapping into here. Because it's none of us personally, it's, you might say the collective unconscious, <laughs> or the oneness. So let's continue our satsang with a few minutes of silent sitting and then I'll open it up for the dialogue. Nice to meet you, John. You. I've actually, I feel like I've met you. I've read both your books. In fact, we have a small group here. Uh, it's a Christian group and we've studied both of your books. In fact, right now we're, we're working with the first book that you wrote and just going through it and discussing it and how it affects us. And uh, hmm. I felt like if I held up my hand that you would call on me. You're, well, and, you and, were amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not really sure what I, I want to say. I'm, I'm 87 years old mm -hmm. and I've done a lot of 
explorations through my life and mm-hmm. just recently have come upon this particular perspective and have read probably, in fact, I counted them the other day, over a hundred books. Uh, that's kind of what I do. I, I used to explore more out with people and as I get older, not so much. So I really wanted to connect with you personally. Oh, I'm so uh, glad that we, I'm so glad that we are. Where, where are you located, Joyce? In Bottom, Texas. Okay. Northeast right. of Dallas. Wow. Well, about 60 miles. Yeah. It's a real pleasure to meet you and be with you. It's very nice being with you. Uh, a couple you. of other people from our group visited your Sangha a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool. Great. Well, it's so nice to hear yes. that it's so you know, out there and helping people. Yes. So I'm, like I say, I'm not sure what I, I want to ask. I just, uh, I wanted to be with you and, and uh, I don't know. Why don't we sit together for a couple of minutes? Just tune in Good. together. How's that? I like, that's what I, that's kind of my thing. And um, I call it psychic screen sharing. And uh, why not, if you're comfortable with closing your eyes, that's what I would invite you to do right now. Good. And for those that are listening, I also encourage you to tune into your own experience now, instead of it being about John and Joyce have it continue to be what you were paying attention to in the deeper silent work. You're still focusing within, that's right, just tuning in to yourself. I'm just giving the group a little instructions, Joyce, as we get started. Yeah, and just, uh, just allow yourself to notice what's here now. Maybe just feeling the support of the chair, the movement of your breath. Allowing yourself just to be open without putting attention in the thinking realm, letting the thinking go into the background. Not trying to fight it or stop it or get involved in figuring things out or thinking about things, but rather just bringing your attention to just sensing, feeling, breathing. So use your inner voice to guide you back. That's it, good. So I can feel as we're tuning, I don't know if you can tell and I'm tuning in with you, Joyce, or if you can sense that, but I can sense that you're becoming more, it feels like you're becoming more present, more aware. Yeah, good. So the way you're paying attention right now is actually allowing what I would call awareness to become more conscious. We all have it, it's our nature actually, it's not something we create. It is literally creation itself. And yet we, in a sense, learn to surrender. We learn to open ourselves. We learn to become available for it to become more and more conscious. That's really what happens. Beautiful. There it is. And you know, maybe there's some emotion that may be present deep and you just be aware of anything that may come up in your heart area, your emotional area. Uh, totally natural to just not think about it, but just let yourself feel what's here right now. Okay. Good. Hmm. What are you experiencing right now? What are you aware of right now? Keep your eyes closed, Joyce, but just if it's okay with you to talk a little bit, just let me know what you're experiencing. Sorry, there's 
traffic going by outside. Go ahead. I'm aware of some coolness on my arms, my upper arms particularly. Okay, so just notice that. Are you aware of your breath? I'm very, that's what I was going to say. I'm very aware of my breath. Mm -hmm. And do you have a sense of your whole sort of body or is it just parts and certain sensations? Uh, my whole body, yes, I'm aware of my feet, the bottoms of my feet. Beautiful. Just keep your, just let your body guide you. Let your sense, let your sensations guide you to where to gently put attention. That's right. Just keep following what arises because we are literally being guided by this. That's it. Good. Now I can sense you're deepening more. Beautiful. Good. See, even your body took a nice breath because yeah. probably something's starting to deepen and relax more. Can you tell? Yes. Good. Okay. Well, I think that's a, that's a good beginning of our getting to know each other. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to meet you. I just, I just feel so much respect. And I, I mean, I, one of my very revered teachers when I was young was she was in her nineties. And I remember her saying, I'm always learning new things and becoming more sensitive. And I thought, I want to be like that when I'm in my 90s. <laughs> I definitely am. That is true. I can see that. And I'm delighted to meet you. I really am. It's really, a, it's an honor and a privilege to know you. Thank you. You take really good care of yourself. And I'm so glad you could join us. And please, you're always welcome. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, there's been a lot of intensity of late um, mm -hmm. and even just sitting, I'm feeling like twitching in my body and neck and mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's these, there's what feels like these two different movements. One that's sort of up in, in the neck and jaw, that's some shame contraction thing. Like I'll hit a memory that feels like it's carrying shame and mm -hmm. the twitch and then there's also this big scarcity thing going on in sort of my middle of my back. Um, um, or just like these obsessive thoughts of like, what am I going to do and work and life and just coming very, um, I'm sort of, get, I think I'm getting a little better at being with it and having some more forgiveness for myself. But mm -hmm. uh, just of late feeling a lot of, <clears throat> yeah, just a lot. I hear you. Um, let's sit together and tune in and uh, let's see. Um, just let that come up. Let that come up. Let it come up. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Shake your body if you need. It's okay. <sighs> just let it, just let it move out of you. Take a deep breath and release. <sighs> like that. Anybody who feels like doing that, it's helpful often. <sighs> this nice full breath. <sighs> Sometimes we get over amped with too much chi, too much energy in the system. It's important to help regulate the energy body. That's good. That's better. And then there's the emotion underneath more. Uh, can you tell I'm tuning in with you? Mm-hmm. Good. 
Just let it come, Ben. Let's let it come. It's too much. It's just too much to bear. Let it let it come out. Let it come out. Good. Do a good work. Hang in there. Yeah. Good. Now, just try to be pre- you're, you're expanding now. Your field is expanding right now. I don't know if you can tell, but let just notice, just see if you can be aware of that expansion right now, the space that's starting to open up. Don't think about it. That's better. Beautiful. That's it. Let it come more. It's fine. Just let it come. That's fine. It's too much. It's too much for me. As we, there are times where we just need to say that. <clears throat> it's too much for me. And then we just let it just break down. It's so important to break down. Oh, yeah. It's we need much. to, we actually need to go over the threshold of overwhelm into it's too much so that we can release. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if we're grinning and bearing it or we're just enduring, then we become powder kegs. We become landmines that you just step on it the wrong way and boom, (laughs) (laughs) all hell breaks loose. (laughs) Yeah. And I know you, how difficult the body you have and what it goes through is and how difficult having as much pain as you live with and how difficult it is to negotiate being in the world where many of us don't even know what that would be like. Don't even have a clue what you live with 24-7. I just... I have so much profound caring and admiration for you, Ben, for hanging in there with yourself because you're learning and it's helping in a way, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, when you say too much, I mean, physically, it's what happens is I just get completely, it gets to the point where I can't. Right. And, And it can be, human existence can be way more than too much. It can be profoundly overwhelming. It can be absolutely devastating. It can, it can bring us to the depths of despair. That's right. So this is why the light or the presence, whatever you want to call it, divine consciousness, which you're tuned into beautifully, this is really, it literally is the saving grace. And it really is what we keep opening to as we face the conditional challenges that we each individually are facing like you are with great courage i have to say thank you and i'm and i'm just sort of becoming aware of in this moment is how much of this the pain is is a bracing against these emotional movements like i saw them always as you know like stuck emotion but the that image of it, it's like bracing against it See, um, that, and that's where you want to put your attention yeah not on the emotion on the bracing mm-hmm. and it, allow that because that's there trying to protect you trying to keep mm-hmm. you from being overwhelmed and it's not conscious and you can't convince it <laughs> no it's not. you can't get rid of it you can't sidetrack it you can't just give it awareness of awareness I mean, if you can and it works, great. But I guarantee you that being with that is the most difficult realm of what I would call the practice of acceptance of what is. 
without getting in caught in the conclusions like this will never end. I am, you know, or, or I think what, when we get into those reactions, this will never end. I can't stand this anymore. I, you know, I want to jump off the bridge, whatever it is, right. <clears throat> that we're expressing the emotion, the pain yeah. that needs to be expressed. If it needs to be, it should mm -hmm. be in a healthy way. That's not destructive to you or others so that you can vent some of that fear grief, rage, whatever it is, right? Overwhelm. Yeah. And then come back to just sitting in front of that, <laughs> yes, unsurmountable wall. At some point, a door will open and those energies, emotions that are being held back will move. And this is what we're learning. I had to learn this and it was very difficult. It took a long time and a lot of practice. And we're all learning this. This is the raw material of our past conditioning. Instead of transcending it, we're learning how to integrate it. We're learning how to heal. And this is what we all need. The world needs. This is what we need. Yeah. Yeah. The fear is, um, it's like both the existential and the survival bound up in such an intense, overwhelming way. No, no kidding. And so you need to express all of it, all the complexity. This is where expression, all of the complexity of all the angles and the facets of it are very important. Mm -hmm. That's right. So those energies can be allowed, not yeah. judged, not figured out, just allowed, because ultimately these patterns of, of protection, really, unconscious patterns of protection, to trying to keep us safe, will eventually transmute. <clears throat> Not when we want them to, but in their own time, in their own way. And what we're learning here and very much a part of the work that I'm sharing is how to be with that and be in the space of presence and awareness that actually gives us the real support that lets it happen. Because in our human nature and our human egoic nature, we are not capable of allowing anything. We ego only wants to get what it wants and wants to get rid of what it doesn't want, period. And wants to understand what it's confused about. That's all human nature does for good reason. That's called survival. So we all are faced with survival as you're talking about also. So there is a survival element to the work you're doing on yourself, obviously, right? It's all part of it. Yeah. And the more we can clear it on an on a expressive level, an emotional level, the more the clarity of the next step is shown to us. So we really are, you know, we're all finding our way in the mystery of the unknown, every step. Oh, it's like the feeling when you're, the sun is just too bright in your face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be too much. It's true. Sometimes People tell me that, yeah, the energy can, it can, it can be a lot, you know, it's, it can be a lot. Mm -hmm. So you just breathe. That's why taking a deep breath and releasing and just relaxing as much as possible. Yeah, we really, we, I know myself and I, and I see this with everyone I work with that we literally are forced to surrender. <laughs> we are forced to not through our own effort, but we literally are forced through the paradigm of our um, conditioning into a new way of seeing and being. Because we don't want to, we, we want to be 
We want things to be the way we want to be comfortable and secure. That's just human nature. We, this is very threatening. Healing and transformation fundamentally are threatening in some way until we realize that's how it works. And then we trust it. So over time, it takes a while, but eventually you trust and you give yourself. Mm. That's all. And you're doing a beautiful job, my friend. I've known you, you for a while now. Oh, it's, oh, you're welcome. I'm, and I'm, and it's, it's really hard, but you, but even you have shared that there is progress and you can see that. So that is, I think our little steps of progress, so to speak, are very important because they reassure us to take the next step and to hang in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need reassurance as human beings. We absolutely do. Good. Okay, Ben, good to be with you. It feels like you're more open now. Yeah. Yeah. Take really good Thank care you. of yourself. You're more than welcome. Okay, let's come back to the whole group now. We'll just sit a little bit. Let's just all sit. If the interaction is distracting in some way, that's that's understandable. Maybe it triggered you, whatever. Just notice whatever's coming up in your field. And just, if you're able to, just notice whatever it is, even if it's judgment, even if it's, you know, irritation, even if it's impatience, even if it's negative conclusions about whatever. Okay, that's just mind, that's just emotion, that's just human existence, not a problem. See if you can just let it be and then come back to the simplicity of aliveness, to the breath, sensing, opening, allowing. So before I meet with Candace, I just want to say uh, one more thing. I think that what we need as human beings more than anything is to be loved and to love unconditionally. I think that's the, that's the highest level of human experience is the realm of unconditional love. And I just want to say that the hard work that that all of us are doing here really is cultivating that possibility. So it's, um, it's really, uh, yeah, I just want to say that <laughs> just occurred to me that that was important to share. Um, especially now when, you know, there's so much uncertainty in every way that when we're faced with adversity, and I know this in my own life, ultimately what's important is love. And the highest level of awakened consciousness really is profoundly loving. And uh, so that is your essential nature actually. And 
it will blossom and produce its fragrance naturally. Um, and for those that are experiencing that more and more, it's, you know, you know how fulfilling and wonderful it is. It's not something we can achieve. This is very hard for us achievers <laughs> who want to get it done already as we run into another brick wall. <laughs> so I love that, that famous Zen story where Basho, he's a Zen guy, you know, is sitting there in Zazen, you know, meditating and he's like still as Mount Sumeru. And uh, the teacher comes up and goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm meditating. He goes, well, why are you meditating? So I want to, I want to get enlightened. And he said, you can't get enlightened by meditating. <laughs> and let's just say that wasn't what that student wanted to hear. <laughs> so why are we meditating? I mean, it's like, what's the point? Why are we paying attention? Because paying attention actually is the, the foundation of awareness developing and, 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 and for it to become available in our consciousness. So we really are not doing it ever. That's why it's called non-doing and no self. There's no one doing it. It doesn't matter what you believe or don't believe at all. We learn to align that which is doing it. And we don't know what that is. There's a lot of names for it. There's a lot of explanations people come up with. But those people in Africa 17,000 years ago just painted it <laughs> and lived it. That's all. And I think what's happening as we evolve and hopefully continue to get the chance to as a species on this planet, um, that we will eventually fully come back to full aliveness, which is really our birthright. Candace. I guess I've been feeling really out of balance and overwhelmed lately. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was on this place where I was really at home within myself, feeling really grounded and balanced. And uh, I started this new job and it's demanding a lot of me mm -hmm. and making me move at speeds that are kind of out of my comfort zone. <laughs> um, I guess I just uh, wanted to talk to you to help. I'm just trying to find that place where I can still, it feels like this, I'm supposed to be in this environment, yet it's really challenging for me and mm -hmm. how I can still show up in a way where I'm not um, abandoning myself and abandoning um, my awareness of myself and my needs in the moment mm -hmm. the external I feel like I'm before I was able to stay grounded within myself and aware of what was happening. And now it feels like I go through the day kind of lost in the, the busyness of the world and that that's like the focus of my attention. And there's been very little space to just um, 
to come back home. <laughs> I hear you. Myself. I yeah. hear you. Yeah. Much beautiful. I'm happy to sit with you and 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 help you with this. Thank it's good you. to see you. I'm glad you got a job. <laughs> Me too. It it yeah. does feel good and it's rewarding in many ways, but it also requires a lot of me emotionally. And I can tell. I can. It's all. I I can tell. But you know, I don't know if you need to hear this or not. But but your your beautiful spirituality is not being interfered with by this at all. Mm-hmm. It's just being rattled in a way. <laughs> That's all. It's just. It's less sort of. I get that you're less able to at this point at the so far in this job have it available in a way but but have no fear you're not you're not going to lose it it's you're not going to if anything the challenge and intensity will evolve that reality for you that's what i'm already sensing as soon as you came on the screen i could feel a deepening that had already happened with you since the last time i talked with you so why don't, why don't you close your eyes and we'll tune in together. And you know, you have a beautiful sensitivity. And I would say just be careful about having expectations at work for this. That might be unrealistic. Maybe the best you can do is just get through the day in whatever way you can. And slowly, and I see this with people that I've, worked with over the decades that who have very demanding jobs or performance schedules or whatever, that um, it eventually naturally just integrate, it naturally just cross contextualizes, as I like to say, it just naturally is there by itself. You don't have to worry about being more aware at work. Just get your work done and do the best you can. Consciousness and openness and all these other things we're talking about here will naturally be there over time, but to expect it right away would actually not only be distracting, but would probably be harmful in a way to you. You understand? Yeah. Good. So you don't have these, some people have real judgments about this, like, oh, well, I should be more enlightened at work. Well, you know, you're not. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what it is, just be, just do, be the best, do the best you can. That's all. And don't worry. And don't worry about it. And if you do, then when you get home and you can work with yourself, then let the worry have a space, let the fear, let the concern like, oh, well, if I'm not, you know, living full time in a monastery and just focusing on the divine, I'm never going to get there, right? That somehow this job is going to get me re-identified and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if you have any of those. Oh, good. Some people have those fears. Good. Okay. Great. Feels like it's it's an opportunity to deepen my awareness to find to live in this space and stillness even when it's totally chaotic all around me. I I, I just want to let you know it's already working. <laughs> it's already working. You're just you're just in the you're just in the sort of roller coaster of it right now, getting readjusted. Yeah. How long you've had the new job? Just two months now. Oh, I, oh. Yeah. just starting. Okay, so you're just getting into it. Good. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm also maybe taking on the energy I'm working with in addictions, and I'm t- there's oh. a lot of like um, emotional. Oh, yeah. No, this, okay. Well, then this is a lot. I love working with, yeah, no, this is where you, okay. So let me give, can may I give you some guidance for that? Yeah. 
Go ahead and I'll do it internally because I want to give it to you uh, deeply. Let your eyes close, okay? That's it. Yeah. For anybody here, and I know there's quite a few of you probably who are in the helping profession like this, this is something that's very important to understand when you have access to awareness like you do, okay? Is that when you're working with people who are very challenged or have various kinds of conditions like this, your primary focus when you're working with them has to be in your own body first, yeah. has to be. And so that you can become a channel for whatever may, you may be starting to channel that's, that, that they're releasing, you understand? Instead of resisting it or saying it's their stuff, I don't want their stuff and all that, forget that. Because when you're working with people, when you're working, this is, I mean, this, I, I discovered this early on in my, when I first started out in private practice in 1981, that I was getting the illnesses of all my clients. I was getting all their problems. And it took me about a year because nobody told me I had to figure it out the hard way. It was a nightmare that I had to turn that the practice had to be like a 24, it had to be a meditation constantly. Okay, well then that's what you've got. <laughs> I get it. So, <laughs> and you know how hard meditation is. It's it's trial and error. It's 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 never the way. You know, it's it's what it is. You can't control it. But you can keep. But this so and so the great news and what you're telling me is that your your work is your practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. I can feel myself when I'm resisting them. Like I I I can feel that. And so and where I do you? So when you when and my mind. And do you and what do you do then? What do you do then when you notice that? What happens then when you notice that? Sometimes I can feel I notice my energy go up into my head and what I say feels out of alignment. Yeah, that's a defense against the pain. Feel like my energy drops. I'm able to drop down into my body and I just notice the sensations in my body. Are you also giving attention to whatever it is that you're in a sense empathize, you know, feel your empathetic, your, your empath, you're feeling that literally from, because when we feel other people's feelings, which is called empathy, it actually isn't, it's really in the realm of not you and me anymore. So when people say, oh, well, that was my mother's stuff, or that was my, or that was the client, you know, yes, on a, on a psychodynamic level, there's, there's relative truth to that, but ultimately energy isn't personal. <clears throat> so this is where you need to do, this is where the training that we do here is essential. Absolutely essential. So, so stay present and be, and when you get something like that showing up, there's, there's, there, whatever you go bring attention to that immediately. Don't think about it. Do you're on a tightrope at that point. Otherwise, if you think about it, boom, you'll go into defense. And that's what you're describing. Yeah, yeah. So this will be amazing training for you. It feels like it's a mirror. Like I can, I can feel how it's not me and them. Like it's a That's dance so that we're doing, and it's them right. mirroring stuff back to me and me mirroring. I can feel this kind of flow, and I can feel when it hits me in the heart. Like it feels like it's it's You're here. Gonna, this this will show you this as it shows each and every one of us. This will show you how it works and how to follow it. So just keep paying attention. We'll we'll follow. We will, we will share notes down the road with this, but I'm very interested in that you're doing this. And uh, it's a great opportunity actually, so. 
So let's sit together. I can feel that something in you is opening more now. Can you tell that? Feel that? Yeah, good. That's right. Beautiful. Wonderful. So good to be with you, Candace. Yeah, good luck. I, I, I have no doubt this is going to work out very well. Thank you so much, John. You're so welcome. You take good care. Yeah. Uh, you too. Okay. Lots of Thanks. Okay, you too. Just bring yourself back if you're stirred up or overwhelmed in any way or distracted. So you can gently bring yourself back to an easy stillness, effortless stillness, openness, allowing. Also gently bringing attention to any resistance or struggling that may be going on. Not getting caught in the thoughts, not going down the rabbit hole of meaning, but rather just staying in the sensory realm of feeling and breathing and opening. Hey, John. Hi. How are wanna... you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I went into a place of, uh, well, I guess my, uh, I, I had developed over the years of non-duality and, and all that. I've developed a nice, um, comfortable paradigm surrounding it and uh, nice, nice set of concepts and stuff. And I guess they were kind of abruptly shattered just don't want to get into too much here, but mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. yep. paradigm was, and I was set into a state of kind of a deep cognitive dissonance and, and despair over it. Mm. And there was this um, a tendency, I guess, to run and try to read something to reconstruct it or uh, to give me the, the comfortable space again. Mm -hmm. uh, but I decided to, um, instead just kind of be with that what does cognitive dissonance feel like and i know that the, the problem is me reconstructing every time that happens i run and reconstruct it again to mm -hmm. build up a, <laughs> a nice comfortable um conceptual framework and stuff but um i'm so glad i'm so glad you're bringing this up i really am because i definitely want to say something about this when when you're ready well I'll just, <clears throat> um i guess the, the question was answered today is, I, I mean, I feel more present than I feel more tuned in than I have in months. And I'm like, okay. So concepts that are getting, I think, yeah. So this is the answer. I got the answer and just sitting here with, uh, <laughs> with you. And I'm so glad. Well, I'm very glad to see you. I know you've had quite a time and um, I'm glad you made it. Me too. And I want to say something else. Um, 
I wanted to talk about this, but this is a perfect opportunity. Disillusionment is one of the most important steps on the path. Because if we're truly becoming free of our personal identity, which is what's happening in this transformative process, we have to become disillusioned. Because <laughs> who we think we are is, an, is, is part of the illusion or who we think other people are. And so this is where honesty and asking questions and being able to even see through our limited beliefs are essential. This is, it's very upsetting to be disillusioned. I've had, I've gone through that so many times on, in my journey, but it's a very, it's actually progress to be disillusioned. So, yeah, I mean, when you think about all the things you've been through and, I, and I'm privy to some of it, how difficult it's been. This is why I say we are forced to, that the, the, the life force the evolutionary force of life literally breaks us through the paradigm of our insecurity. And what you're describing is you keep wanting to go and recreate your little nest of security and you can see that it's not working. This is how we learn. We don't learn because we read the books. We read the books that was helpful, but we learn through, you know, being in, we, we find our way in the wilderness and this is really the way it is. We, we, we use the books, the maps to get to the wilderness. Then we're in the wilderness and we're going, oh my goodness, you know, how do I, how do I know where to go and how to find my way? And we're, and we, and we're forced to learn. We are, and we, and you are. So thank you for sharing that. I'm really glad to see you. Absolutely. You too. You look good. And uh, why don't we sit together for a minute? And I think I may have time to work with um, Sue uh, also, which would be nice. Okay. Just notice what you're sensing right now. That's it. See, even as I said that, I could feel you're opening more. So it really is, this is what I mean, that practice isn't about getting a result. It's about the refinement of attention to what is. That's why we have to keep doing it over and over again. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually beautiful. Practice was invented by people who realized the truth for realized people. This is really, that's why it was designed. It's the only way they could have created these practices or discovered traditional medicine and so forth. Same thing the energy systems and so forth. Yeah, that's it, good. So you're very tuned in right now. You can feel that, right? Yeah, good. So don't think about it. <laughs> if you're, just keep coming back from that and notice that every time you think about it, what I would recommend installing in there is a question. What is it that I don't wanna feel right now? What, what am I afraid of? To, what am I afraid to feel right now? And you may not know what it is, but I would offer that as a question into your own practice when you're sitting. Okay. Okay. Great. You take good care, Robert. So, yeah. See ya. Or bring yourself back again if you've gotten distracted or sidetracked or triggered, possibly. And if there's something that you need right now that you're not getting, that you deeply need, just express that in yourself so you can feel that. 
whatever it is. I want to be healed. I want to be happy. I want to be loved. I want to be at peace. I want to be free of struggling. I want to have security, financial security, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Just be here and honor your humanity. Support yourself with compassion and empathy and forgiveness and kindness, gentleness. This is what, and, and also very much important, gratitude. Because all of these things will cultivate your human heart and ultimately will be the space of unconditional love. Hi. Hi, nice. John. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> nice to see you. How are you doing? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm great, really. I'm, um, I'm just finding today incredibly helpful. And, mm. yeah, it's been really a great satsang. And also everybody sharing. You know, I've resonated with everyone and touched by everyone and triggered by everyone. And... Mm. I I wanted to share really how I'm so seeing the I know part of myself, you know, then I... <laughs> yeah, that's really... <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing. Uh, no, 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 thank you. That's, 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 I love that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, isn't that disturbing? <laughs> very disturbing, yes. Very the one disturbing. who knows, uh-huh. Yeah. And then there's the one that doesn't know. And that one's pretty oh, that's out. painful too. Yeah, that's right. They're both really difficult. <laughs> one's real sure of itself and the other's completely doubting. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's been coming up. And then there's this other thing that I've been seeing, which is um, the external world is kind of uh, falling short. You know, I've had situations where I've trusted thought I was following my own guidance uh, and trusted external people or practitioners or and mm -hmm. then it's like oh no you mm -hmm. know they've done something terrible or you know I I feel let down and betrayed so mm -hmm. that's really calling me or the thought that's in my mind is I need to come back here right you know and really be here and not be seeking outside of myself you know, even mm. though I think that I'm not really seeking, that I'm still trusting, but I think it's a very fine line. I think also to ask yourself the question when you, because I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking or wanting help from others. I think it's totally natural and, and, we, and it's a trial and error, right? And we learn from it. But I would say, ask yourself, what is it that you're wanting in that seeking? What is it that you, and let that be what you are with in yourself. Okay. What are you yeah. hoping to gain, you know? And then you'll see if there's unrealistic beliefs operating. Right. That That's may actually be 
a subtle defense against a more vulnerable place within yourself, right? This is it. And as mm-hmm. I've listened <laughs> to everyone today, yeah. you know, and Ben and then Robert and uh, everyone, I felt uh, tears would come because actually I feel very, very vulnerable, <laughs> you mm. know. Mm-hmm. That's, that. you know, even in speaking with you, you know, mm. as I questioned you, you suggested, Robert, you know, feeling to whatever it was, but I asked that question of myself and it's like there's this deep vulnerability of really being here. And, you know, vulnerability is the doorway to healing and freedom. So we learn to turn towards it. We learn to open to it rather than shrink away from it or reject it or distract from it. This is why we require practice and reminders. So even though it sounds like I'm saying the same thing, we actually need to hear it over and over because our unco- because we're basically in many ways just, you know, programmed. Right. We're, we're habitual creatures who've been who've been programmed. Yeah. So we need the reminders to come back. It's not like well, I can I have to keep I have to keep reminding myself. Yes, you do because you're basically on automatic pilot until you mm. live more and more in awareness, which is very alive as you become more and more embodied or as you become more established in awareness, then you begin to live more in this place of being with what is. It's just as natural. It's a natural transition that happens over time, usually. Some of that happens instantly, but a lot of it is really more of a, a, an organic time-based process right. of integration. A tendency to go to my mind, you know, and rationalize it all. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really my question, you know, like, well, how do I be aware? I mean, I think I know. Sure, you <laughs> but do. How, you know, it's like that call to look upon or turn into myself or be aware. It's like, yeah, this is what we're like continually, this is what we're continually, this is why it's practice. We keep coming back and notice and okay. we become free of the one who knows and doesn't know. Right. Just by being aware, just by. That's right. It just naturally, by. you'll see. And that naturally leads to what's called sort of the no self or, you know, all that stuff, all the terms for it. Liberation, salvation. There's a lot of names for it. It's, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> Uh, let's sit together a little because I need to wrap up soon, but it's great to see yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah. too. Thank you. I've been listening to your meditation actually, and just, you know, using your tools and your guidance and just finding it really, really super helpful. Oh, I'm so, so glad to hear that. Uh, Sue, I'm so glad to hear. So why don't you close your eyes? We'll sit together just uh, for a couple of minutes here. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Love the question. That's it. So now I'm even noticing as you're paying attention, I don't know if you're aware yet, but there's an awareness that all of a sudden is here, a presence, right? Can you tell? Yeah. And how amazing that we can literally experience this unified field when you're in Australia and I'm here in San Francisco. I mean, people are all over the world here today. How amazing, right? We don't understand this. Nobody can explain this. Not really. But we are this. So instead of trying to understand it, we literally transform 
our lives and to be and allowing it to be what is guiding us and showing us the way not our ego or our beliefs or what someone's told us that's right beautiful isn't it a relief just to be Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. You are so welcome. You take really good care. Yeah. Thank you. you John. Really, oh, thank you're more, more than welcome. Yeah. More than welcome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's all come back to the full group now. We have a few more minutes before we close for today. So, right now, just let's return back just for the moments we have left here today. And know that even though this meeting will complete soon, being here is always the truth of all of our reality. And may you continue to truly find your way as you are very uniquely being guided in your life. So you can trust deeply within that which is truly healing you and transforming you and freeing you. Okay, well, we're just about out of time today. So I just want to thank you all so much for being here. And for those of you who shared today, thank you also very much. Uh, take wonderful good care of yourselves. Lots of love to you and happy trails. And I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, bye for now. Take really good care. <laughs>